We have our first player here, Wayne, and he's going to tell you a little bit about his character. Uh, so my character is a variant human. Um, his name is Jandar Navara. He comes from the Harlow tribe. Uh, he stands six foot three inches tall, two hundred and fifty pounds. Um, he's got uh, he's white and has darker skin, um, short brown hair, brown eyes, um, and a large scar on his right chest. Um, he comes from a pretty peaceful tribe for the most part, uh, but if you backstab the tribe, you're now enemies. Um, yeah. All right. So this uh this we're gonna start this off in. The Navari um, Savannah, and this is where the clan Harlow is currently traveling through. Um, it's three days out of the biggest city around here in this area called Beckinsdale, and where you guys are at, you're kind of just uh, in the middle of nowhere of grassland. It's pretty hot outside, um, but as far as you can see, like miles and miles ahead of you and miles and miles behind you, it's just nothing but grasslands. Um, uh, the occasional uh, horse you see running and other than that there's no food like you don't see any water but your chief on a walk uh, he provides for your group and he he has uh, done all the hunting beforehand he planned the trip you guys don't have to worry about anything he does everything himself and so you guys are the what we're going to start at is midday um, where the sun is at its highest peak, you guys settled down to this place for months actually, and where you're at, you're kind of like chief on a walk is gather you guys all together, and he said, "Hey, um, we're gonna give it another week because we've already reaped as much as we can in this area, and we're gonna start traveling again because we're what you guys are are nomads, and he doesn't like to be in one place for too long because of the fact that you guys just want to travel the world and see everything and live life to its fullest." So at this point, we're going to start, we're going to drop you in on this, this, uh, this little village that you guys have set up with eight tents and one large tent. And that's where the chief stays at. The chief is giving you guys all tasks and the task that he's giving you and your best friend, uh, Goddard is to go and do a perimeter, uh, just search of the area and, um, see if you can excavate anything like minerals or whatever you guys have already been kind of digging a trench in the area and he just tells you to go man that and work it for however long until the sun sets okay so what do you do we're gonna start rping now um honestly we'll probably just head off and and mine the trench all right so you're getting your um pickaxes and shovels ready and you have a couple of the like large sacks with a um what do they call a cart with it and Goddard looks at you, and he has a puzzled look on his face, and he kind of uh, just looks like shyly away from you, and just keeps walking forward. And after a while, you guys have uh, been walking to eat, and he says, "Hey, man, so I have a question. All right, have you ever thought like, have you ever thought about leaving? I mean, kind of. He's like, this is just not that I have anything against our clan. I love the Harlow tribe. This is my family. You're my family. But there are times where I feel like." I don't really belong. I don't fit in. I mean, I don't really get that feeling. But, you know, sometimes I feel like there's more out there than just traveling the land, eating, sleeping, and mining rocks, you know? He was like, yeah. And I'm really honestly just sick of seeing all the same as girls all the time. So where are you trying to go, man? Anywhere. You never just sat at night, looked at the stars, and wondered 
like what the what everything else like we can experience i mean i have but just never really thought it would actually happen he's a, nah, it's just a, just a thought and so you guys uh continue talking about just like whatever random jibber jabber and uh you get to the trench um and he he throws you a pickaxe and he's like all right i'll take the first break and you can get in the trench and you can start working uh, I'm not even gonna question it. I'm just gonna <laughs> I've I've always been more physically, you know, uh, skilled than Goddard, so I'll take the first. Goddard's shot. not the biggest barbarian in the tribe, but he's definitely he's one of the smarter. The rest, yeah, yeah, he's the smartest. And even the Chief Anawak comes to him in uh, for guidance sometimes. Like even though he's like still a child-ish, he's about nineteen, but like he's he's mature for his age. And so you go out there and you start. Um, you start just going to town. Uh, give me a perception check and a constitution check. Uh, perception, that's based off of uh, intelligence, right? Wisdom. Wisdom? Mm-hmm. All right, so 10. All right, and constitution? Oh, God. <laughs> Technically, I guess I'm going to go on too. Uh, 20. All right, well, you, you're, like, going to town on there, and you pretty much, you don't find anything your your little trip, and so you're getting kind of worn out, but you can keep going if you would like, but this will be the time where you attack Goddard. And I'll attack Goddard, then. All right, so you uh, you tell him to come in, and he, he reluctantly goes into the hole because he hates doing any, like, physical labor, to be honest. And the only reason he's here is because he was made to be here. Yeah. And so he gets into the hole and he uh, doesn't really start to mine more. He uh, just shovels out the dirt that you already been breaking apart and rocks that you've been breaking apart. I'm just using him for a break, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how long are you going to sit around? Uh, 20 minutes. All right. So you guys uh, continue doing this for however long, like a couple hours. Yeah. Um, and he gets up and he kind of, this is his shift and he climbs out of the hole that you guys have created now. And he says, he's like, all right, man, I think it's time to eat. I think we should head back for a little bit. Maybe I want, I really want to see what your mom's cooking, to be honest. Yeah. She's normally got some good shit. He's like, it's actually like, it's getting kind of late too. So if chief doesn't say anything, I say we should sneak off, do our own thing. We're not going to find anything in these holes. All right, let's go. What are we doing? It's like, we can just... Well, there's not much to do here because we don't have anything. Let's ride. All right. Let's get the horses. And so, uh, you go with him? Yeah. You guys go back to town, and when you go back to your village, uh, you see your mom uh, beating off all your clothes, their dusty-ass clothes. And uh, she's like, immediately when you get back, she's like, get over here. Oh. Why is she beating off everything, dude? Well, it's dirty. <laughs> so, you walk over to her, and she's like, Goddard, you need to go. And uh, he's like, yes, ma'am. Mom. And he, he takes off. He's afraid of your mom, okay. like everybody else is. Alright. So, no, you're good. <laughs> so, you get to uh, your mom, and she says, hey, I have some chores I want you to do. Okay. So first, you need to go and clean the tent out, and secondly, there's been new travelers who have come to town, and um, you're part of the patrol to welcome them. I have to welcome them? Yes. Wow. It was the chief, he told me to tell you when you got to town. All right. So, Where are they? Uh, they're with chief right now in the tent. Should I go there first or clean the house first? 
We'll go go there first, and then come clean the house. Okay. So you walk to the tent, and you like there are two guards posted outside the tent, and they they're like, "Hey, how you doing? You here to see Chief?" Yeah. You're like, all right. And the visitors? Yeah, they're in there. They're talking right now. Um, They open the tent, and it looks a lot larger inside than it does outside. So when you get in, uh, the chief waves you over, and you see these four four people. Two of them are humans. Um, They're all wearing uh, black cloaks with red trimming on them. Uh, One of them is a dwarf, and one of them is an elf, you can see. Uh, One of them is, like, covered in tribal tattoos, the other, the, um, the elf is, the dwarf with him has a massive red beard, and uh, he's pretty jacked. He's, he's a pretty jacked-looking dwarf. Pretty beefy little dwarf. Like, he looks like he can, he can beat all the other dwarves up. <laughs> he's the king of the rock. He's the king of the midgets. <laughs> the king of, I don't know if you call him <laughs> But uh, uh, one of them, he's about, one of the humans is about 5'7". Just looks like a normal build. Like, he's real slender. Uh, you can't really tell anything else because he's wearing a cloak. Um, but there is also another human whose cloak looks a little bit small for him. He's six feet and he's just bald everything. No facial hair, no hair on his head. Everything's bald and he's jacked. Like, he's tight on his shirt. Like, he makes, he looks like the rest of you guys. Like, barbarians. Okay. Alright. Uh, when you get there, uh, Chief Anawak is like, he, he stands up. And when he stands up, everybody else in the room sits like down. Like okay. they, they get smaller to him and than him. And so Chief on a walk walks up to you and do you do you bow? Mm-hmm. He's like, he's, rise, get up. Alright. He says, uh, our new friends here are looking for a safe place to stay, and we're gonna escort them to Beckinsdale. Okay. But and they're they're hiring us as protection. And uh, that's when the human he walks up and he shakes your hand himself. The, f- the one that's 5'7", and he looks at you and he says, hi, I'm Ramsey. I'm going to shake his hand and greet myself. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Jandar. Uh, now that you got a closer look at his face, he has a solid, like, solid go- goatee going on. Like, you've never seen facial <laughs> hair like this before. Goatee, like, huh? it's so wavy. <laughs> it's oily. It's healthy. It's, it's nice. I'm going to be a little bit jealous because mine doesn't grow in very well, so I just shave it off. And you... <laughs> You also notice that uh, one of his eyes is green and the other is blue. That's fucking not natural. I mean, are you going to say that to him? No, I'm just thinking about <laughs> it. He just looks at him. That's not like, natural. He's a waiter. <laughs> so, uh, he, he introduces himself as Ramsey and he points to the, the bald man beside him. He says, this is Nylar. He points at the elf and he said, this is Vondel. And he points at the dwarf and he says, this is Adric and we are mercenaries. And we're just trying to get to the nearby town. We've become low on supplies, and we've heard tales of your tribe, tribe uh, uh, clan Harla, and how you guys help passerbyers. And we just coincidentally ran into you guys. So um, I guess we'll be working together until we get there. Looks like it. All right, and he shakes your hand, and Chief Anawak uh, sits down, and everybody stands back up. Boy, if we want uh, stupid. <laughs> Chief Anawak is the dumbest out of all of them. <laughs> That's why he... I mean, he, we're supposed to be stupid. I mean, yeah. You know, it's the stereotype. Not stupid, just unintelligent. <laughs> Maybe a little dumb. Kind of dumb. <laughs> a little bit dumb. So, they, uh, they, they walk out of the tent, and when they walk out, you walk out as well, or do you stay? Um... 
No, um, I walk out. All right. Uh, at this point, they're kind of like just mingling amongst all the other uh, tribesmen in your clan. And uh, um, Ramsey walks up to you and he says, "Where can we? Where can we settle down? Or would you like us to be outside of the?" Is there? Would the did the chief tell me where to like escort him to? He didn't say anything. Is there a normal place we let visitors stay? Uh, you guys don't really get visitors much, so like when you do, they they stay with you. Like in my house? No, not like in your house, but like in your encampment. Like you guys well, don't yeah. make them. You don't make them leave out. But they got like their bed rolls and shit. They yeah. Just, okay, I'll just tell them anywhere. So he says, "All right, welcome in here." So they uh. They get their uh, their little tents and they set up right here. A lot of them, like, there's only one tent and that's for Ramsey, and the rest of them have bedrolls that they kind of sleep around with. Fucking Ramsey's a diva, man. He is a diva. A he flips his hair. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, when you uh, you take they take their cloaks off and they kind of roll them up and put them in their bags. Uh, you you notice that uh, Fondle like head to toe covered in these tribal tattoos. And tattoos. Yeah. Like it's, I've never seen anything like that before. Never. It's like if you want to roll a history on it, you can. Yeah, you have no idea. In true barbarian fashion. Yeah, he rolled a. I'm just gonna a go over and talk body. to him. Fuck it. You gonna go talk to him? Yeah. I'm right. gonna sit down next to him. Babe. So what's what's all the tattoos for? Uh, he starts speaking to you, and do you know Elvish? Nope. You don't understand anything he's saying. Uh, he he begins to use hand signals to try to relate what he's saying to you, but. You can't understand it all. So at that point, uh, Nylar, the bald one, walks up to you and he like sits beside you and he says, he doesn't understand a lick of anything. So he's crazy? No, he's not crazy. He's Elvin. But he doesn't understand anything but? The only one who knows how to speak to him is Ramsey and he speaks some ancient Elvin tongue that no one can understand. Well. Says, what, what were you trying to ask him? What his tattoos are. Even I don't know that one. No? No. How long have y'all been traveling together? I've known this man for over ten years. Wow. He speaks nothing of his tattoos, though. No? Seems weird. Yes. I, I keep to my business and he keeps to his. Okay. We don't intrude into each other's personal life. So what kind of work do you do as mercenaries? Uh, we bounty hunt. That's where we get most of our income from. But other like people just in need... We're part of a larger organization to where they outsource us for things like wars, maybe, all that good stuff. Interesting. But we are in a, a private group, if you would say that. What's the organization called? Uh, I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Oh, uh, top secret? It's not top secret, but you would have to talk to Ramsey about that. And Ramsey's in bed? Uh, Ramsey is in his tent. You see. I see. He's in there flipping his hair because he's a diva. This is a diva. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess I'll catch Ramsey in the morning then. All right. So uh, the sun begins to set, and you guys have a long day. And uh, Goddard comes back up to you, your best friend, and he says, uh, "He says, hey, what was that all about? You're in trouble with who? Your mom? Uh, no, I don't even know. She wants me to clean the house, but I don't. Have know you cleaned it? Doing. Not yet. I had to go talk to the chief. He's like." Oh. I had to greet some newcomers or something. Newcomers? You mean them? And he kind of like nudges his head over a new direction of them. Yeah, the weird ones. He's like, what's up with that guy with the tattoos all over him? I don't know. He's Elvish and doesn't speak anything but Elvish. <laughs> you know how stupid Elvish sounds? It sounds pretty dumb. It I heard it. stupid. Knock to you, whatever. Oh. I don't understand anything they're saying. They think they're better than this. <laughs> 
He's like, he's like, all right, well, I'm heading to bed. Yeah, I'm heading that way too. All right, we got work to do in the morning. He's like, well, I'm not in charge. I'm not doing that dating whole thing again. I'm going to talk to Chief and see if we can do something else. Yeah, that's I'm not sure there's me. Way better jobs out there. I don't know if that's we're in a barbarian tribe. What do you? Th- what else are they going to be? Fucking, you're either going to go hunting or you're going to dig rocks, bro. I don't like the way you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm going to bed. I had enough of your shit for all day. <laughs> all right, I'm going to head to bed, too. All right, so... Oh, I still got to clean the fucking house. You do. I'm not going to fucking disobey my mom. So, you oh, get gosh. home, and as soon as you get home, she's like, oh, how was, uh, how was the, the, the job? Oh, uh, it was fine. We got some, some weird elvish people here. She's like, all right, well, I don't really care about that. Um, get the house clean before you go to bed. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. And uh, she she retires off to her little bedroll in the corner. Right, I'm gonna clean the rest of the like the whole house. It's, the it's like a, just a big tent. I'm gonna clean the entire. I'm gonna wipe this tent down so fucking hard. <laughs> uh, just give me a d20 roll. I don't wipe this shit down at all, bro. He, he rolled a one. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you kind of like you kind of lift the rug up and you just take everything, everything you can get your hands on. <laughs> And you stuff it underneath this one rug that isn't that big. But it looks good though, don't it? <laughs> no like because the, the rug kind of is lifted off the ground at this point. Alright, so you go to bed. She'll never notice. And uh, you wake up in the morning to a like somebody grabbing your hair. <laughs> I'm just going to follow it. I don't want it to hurt too bad. Alright, so you wake up and it's like the middle of the night you thought it was morning just the middle of the night and it's your mom and she says what is this and she like guides your head in the direction of the uh, I cleaned up she's like that's not cleaning what are you talking about she's like look it's not I, I felt something wasn't right I had a dream I woke up to this what do you want me to do with it she's like I'll deal with this in the morning and she, uh, <laughs> she rolls over and like goes back to her thing and like she cuts her eyes at you, and for a second you feel like you're gonna die. I'm a, I'm gonna stay up and I'm gonna I'm gonna clean it up right. Okay, roll. <laughs> Eighteen. All right, yeah, you clean it back up. Like everything's in order. It's just right. a tent, so you just you went out of your way to to put to everything, fuck everything up. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, give me a perception check. Two. Eighteen. Alright, so you wake up in the middle of the night and uh, to uh, what sounds like uh, your horse's name. My horse's name? Yeah. I'll go outside. They got good premonition. Alright, so when you walk outside, uh, give me a perception check. Because you're kind of like, it's pretty pretty dark outside. 18. Alright, so... Whenever you walk outside, you see uh, these shadowy figures kind of guiding four of your horses away with a car. Nah, I'm a barbarian, which means I ain't real good at the math there. So, but that's as many fingers as that guy. I can count that high. You count to three, and then you're like, hmm, three plus one. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it looks like my horses for sure. Uh, yes. Who lives close to me? Uh, right beside you is uh, an older lady. Her name is uh, Rebecca. Okay. She doesn't do anything. She like keeps to herself. She's mostly in the tent. And whenever um, Chief Analog needs something from her, like she maps out areas and stuff like that. She's okay. really good at that. And, and, uh, and, with, and like herbalist stuff. But it's just her. And across the ways, there's uh, Goddard. But 
Okay. How many horses do we have? In your place? In yeah. your cameraman? Yeah, so uh, they're taking four. You have, you have eight horses. So we have four more. Yes. Do can Okay, I want to go grab Goddard. All right, so you run to his tent. Yes. And, uh, what do you do? You get I tent. smack on it. On the flash. Uh, okay. He like he's like he pokes his head on. He's like, "What's up, man?" Someone's stealing my horses. He's like, "What?" And uh, he uh, he like goes back in his tent, and you hear like ting 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 and like <laughs> hey. stuff like moving around. And he comes out with this like massive battle axe. Okay. And he's like, "Where are they at?" They're running off. I know, I know what he says. Did you see who them. it was? No, but it was four horses. Fucking coincidence, right? I can guess who that was. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he's like, uh, "Where are our horses at?" Uh, back at the stable. And he's like, they took four of them, which means there's four left. So we'll just grab just two the of horses. Them. Yeah. Well, as far as I know, he says, "All right, let's get." They were taken off when I seen them. Uh, should we tell Chief on a walk? No, let's just go take them out. If we the longer Maybe we he wait, won't make us the longer we wait, the go further to, to the away. fields tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we get to sleep in. <laughs> we get to sleep in. <laughs> so, you uh, Goddard got the horses, and he's uh, he's ready to ride off. Are you ready to head out with him? Yep. All right. So you guys uh, ride for hours and hours and hours <coughs> and uh, across the savanna, and eventually the sun comes up, and you guys continue to ride for about what feels like you a half of a day. And you finally break tree line, and you guys are in like a forest, forested area. Okay. Um, when you guys look around for a while, uh, it's not hard to find their tracks, and you find them, and you can see their encampment from where the smoke is rising. What do you want to do? I want to um, let Goddard know that I want to get off the horses, be stealthy if possible, because we're on armor and try to be as quiet as possible, mm-hmm. and sneak up on them while they're just camping out. Alright, uh, so <laughs> you and Goddard are going to give me a stealth check. Okay. Um, 10. Okay. Alright, so let me give the perception check for everybody. So you are on kind of red alert right now. Like they hear something, but they don't really know where it's from. Okay. So uh, you got to give me one more stealth check because they're going to come over and kind of search the bushes where you're kind of hiding. Five. They rolled a one, so oh. <laughs> they uh, they literally they just like, huh? Must be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They're Skyrim guards. Yeah. Ooh, must be nothing. <laughs> so uh, they turn around and they go back to the camp, and it's where you can see at yeah, it's a small campfire, um, and a tent where you know that um, Ramsey is in, and you see Vondel the elf, Adric the dwarf, and Nylar. The uh, human, they kind of just moseying around. Uh, Nightlar is reading a book, um, and Vondel is just kind of sitting there, like in meditation. Who is while... the? Wait, what? Is... Where's the dwarf? What's he doing? Oh, he's just sitting down, messing with his hammer. Who's the closest to me? Uh, Vondel. And how far away am I? You're about twenty feet from him. Okay. <laughs> and uh, across the clearing, you can see uh, Goddard. Is uh, eager and ready. He's just waiting for you. He went around, right? We yeah. sandwiched him in. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna enter a rage and just scream out <gasps> and get all their attention while I throw a javelin straight at the the elf reading a book. All right, uh, go for it. You guys both have surprise rounds. Jesus. Um, eight plus five, thirteen. Uh, it is not enough, but Goddard is also going to get up and go into a rage, and 
he this is beasting right now. So he throws his javelin. Uh, yours pretty much. You go and you you take um full like arm back with your javelin in hand, and you throw it as hard as you can. And in the corner of Vondel's eye, he sees this, and he takes his sword out and parries your javelin that you threw, which skims across, and you can see like sparks flying from where your javelin was met his sword. Okay. And he uh, deflects it to the ground. And right when he sees you, you see a, a javelin slam into his back, and it's going to do, uh, how much, d6, right? Uh, yeah. d6 plus dex. It, uh, he, does, he takes seven points of damage as you see him, like, like from his backside, just right in front of him, it comes straight out of his gut. Ew. And uh, he has a little bit of blood trickling from his uh, mouth now, where he's, like, coughing up blood. Um, and we're going to go for initiative right now. Thirteen. All right, so it's gonna be Goddard who's gonna go again, and then you, and then them. So um, when you when he does that, Goddard picks up another one. He's gonna to toss it again, and that is not enough to hit. He rolled thirteen. So he uh, at this point, um, Vondel takes off uh, his sword again and deflects uh, Goddard's attack. And now he's aware of both of you guys' location, and he's kind of looking around. And at this point, Adric and uh, Nylar get up from where they were doing, and they get into battle positions and ready too. So it is now your turn. All right, uh, the guy who got the javelin through the back, I'm gonna run up and swing my my battle axe, or not my battle axe, my great axe from the side, and like hit him right in the chest with it and finish him off. Okay. Uh, twenty-two. Yep, that's another. Hit. I get the roll twice for damage. And nine plus the strength, uh, thirteen points of damage. All right, uh, he or turns no, 12, around. My bad. I still am up. He turns around to face um, Goddard, and when he sees like the second one, he parries his other javelin that he threw, and then that's enough time for you to run up and just cut him straight through, yeah. like from the from the hip. You just slice him in half. All right. And that's when uh, Adric runs up with you because he's like, he, he Adric's the dwarf, right? Yeah, he just saw you like slice his friend Oh, he didn't like that. The midget. <laughs> so he runs up to you because you call him a midget and he hates you now. I'm and gonna just put my hand on his head. <laughs> no, hold him back. He, he nope. <laughs> he's, gonna, <laughs> he's gonna hit you actually in the knee with his hammer. What a dick! And he swings and you just back pace away from him. And that's when Ramsey gets out of the. Out of his tent, and he's gonna take this round to like take in everything that's happening because it's a pretty big shock <laughs> seeing that his friend is in two and everybody <laughs> else is fighting. Nylar goes up to uh, engage with Goddard though, and they're gonna fight it out. And you see uh, Nylar just dead Goddard in the face for <clears> three <throat> points of damage. Okay. And now it is Goddard's turn. He's gonna go for an attack. <laughs> So Goddard is beast right now. <laughs> Goddard crit twenty, and so he does max damage, which is enough to kill him off the top. So basically, this guy goes and punches him in the face, and he takes a step back and just like Game of Thrones style, like crushes his head. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, so um, it is now your turn, and the only people who are left alive is Adric and Ramsey. All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to cut the midget's uh, legs off from the knees to make it even shorter. <laughs> Damn it. Nope. Eight. The power of his anger is enough <laughs> to, for him to get away from that attack. He backspaces 
And uh, he whispers a word in Dwarvish if you speak it. Nope. All right. He uh, and his um, hammer begins to glow like red, and to begin to shake like vibrating. And okay. he goes to swing it at you. And no, he missed with a five. And so when he swings it at you, he hits the ground, and the stone that he hit turned to sand. Like what the fuck? It just went like mush. Did I hear um, what he said? Uh, no, you didn't really understand. You can give me. Oh, because he said it in Dwarvish, right? Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, like, that wouldn't stick to you. But Ramsey's gonna go and try to stab you. And Ramsey, 18. You bitch, motherfucker. Yeah, Ramsey. He the diva himself. <laughs> With uh, six points of damage. Uh, three points. Oh yeah, I have. My bad. Okay. He stabs you like right in the lower back, and uh, he pulls it out, and now it's like, um, they sandwich you in between um each other. So it's Adric. Uh, you, Ramsey, and then Goddard. Okay. And now it is Goddard's turn. Goddard's gonna go for an attack. And for the first time, Goddard missed. He's slain, and Ramsey just ducked. And you see, like, the, uh, the top of, um, Ramsey's hair just cut off as, like, uh, he, like, just nimbly dodges it. Okay. And now it's your turn. Alright, so I have the dwarf in front of me and Ramsey behind me, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm gonna keep going for the minute. Alright. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna bring my axe up and just bring it straight down on top of him. Alright. No, I'm not. I critically failed. So you bring it up, and when you bring it up, you just lose it. Like, it's out of your hand. <laughs> it goes flying about 20 God feet away from it. you. Okay. Um, and that's when uh, uh, Adric, he's just gonna, he's gonna like, hammer you in the gut. Well, 16? Damn it. Ooh, for 10 points of damage. All right, so that's like five, so I'm down to seven. Yep. And uh, when he when he hits you, like, you, like, you cough up blood. Like, it, like, vibrated your gut and didn't feel right at all. <laughs> all right. It felt bad. It hurt a lot. <laughs> it felt bad. <laughs> and that was all the anger from from you calling him a midget maybe, like, six the times. beat my ass. <laughs> He's right. an angry midget. Oh, yeah. Ramsey's going to turn the face. Or, wait. He's already been facing off against... No, he's been facing off against you. So, he's gonna, Ramsey's going to turn around and try to fight Goddard. And he stabs Goddard for six, uh, five points of damage. Is Goddard in a rage? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. I never said that. So, no, sure. he's not. Um, but he takes his damage. But he doesn't look like it hurt him that much. Okay. And now it is his turn. And he uh, he's gonna grapple him. Uh, he's gonna Goddard is gonna grapple Ramsey, and he has him in a pretty big like tight bear hug at the moment. And so uh, Ramsey's not gonna be able to do anything except for break out on his turn. Okay. So what do you want to do? I want to grapple the dwarf because now that I don't have a weapon, I don't want to fight his hammer. All right, we'll see. <laughs> so you you try to like you try to pick him up, but he hates being picked up. <laughs> <laughs> And he hates you more than anything. He uh, he keeps reminding you how much he hates you. <laughs> and so he smacks your hands away, and he's going to punch you. He, like, drops his hammer. And uh, he, for 12, no. he swings, and it misses your knee. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm going to roll for uh, Ramsey is fighting Goddard still. Or he trying to break out. And no. Goddard has him just in the tightest, like, clinch you could ever. He's just watching you fight now. While holding this guy. Dude, I'm not doing shit. You better do something. For real, man. <laughs> These critical failures. 
Alright, uh, what do you want to do? It's my turn? Yeah. Um, I'm going to like Spartan kick the dwarf in the face. Alright, roll. Jesus Christ. <laughs> his his short body it's, it's is... And he's pretty jacked too, so he just like catches your foot and just throws it to the ground. And no, actually he's going to catch your foot, he's going to try to hold on to it, and he's going to try to sling you to the ground. This motherfucker. You're going to do like a little... Alright, roll. What am I rolling? Uh, strength. Eleven. Yeah, he he throws you to the ground, so you're prone now. Fantastic. <laughs> so uh, it is now his turn. Wait, was that his turn? I thought. Oh yeah, that was his turn. So it's gonna be Ramsey's turn to break out. Ramsey struggles so hard to get out. He like turns red and he just passes out. <laughs> <laughs> this is like his second crit fail in a row. So. So it's just me and the dwarf. Yeah, God and damn. not our, and, and Goddard just shit. like throws him to the side. All right, cool. Alright, what do you want to do? I'm on the ground, right? Yep, and he's about to come home and punch him in the mouth. I'm going to use my movement to to get to a knee and draw my knife. Alright. That's what. Can't really attack, right? No, you can attack. Am I that close? Yeah. Shit, I'm going to stick him. Alright. Let me give him a little stab. Hey, stabby, stabby. finally. Hey, wasn't that your grandpa's knife or something? Yeah, it's yeah. like a family knife. Um, uh, six points of damage? Yeah, you you like shake him right in the gut, and like he thought this was gonna be a fist fight. I know, so he hates you now for breaking your heart. His list of hatred towards you just grows longer, <laughs> and so he's gonna take both of his hands and clench them together, and he's just gonna bring them down on your head. Okay. Your head. That's sixteen. It does it. Yeah, he hates you. <laughs> he hates you. <laughs> uh, three points of damage. One point of damage. Yeah, I have six HP left. And uh, Goddard kind of steps forward a little bit, just uh, in case he needs to, but he's not gonna interfere in your fight. All right. Uh, since I was on my knee when I stabbed him in the stomach, I'm gonna stand up and like plunge it through his chin. All right. No, I'm not. Another critical foot, dude. I've used like four different dice. All these dice hate me. <laughs> I can't find one. So you critical failed on like six different dice. Yo, <laughs> so uh, what did you try to do? You try to stab, stab him? him in the fucking face. Uh, he basically just uh, he's gonna palm your like you're gonna roll me a dex because he's gonna try to get rid of your dagger. Uh, eight. Yeah, he beat you. You beat him. Okay. So uh, he tries to like disarm you, and he like slams it on the like like tries to hit you on the ground and like slam your dagger out of your hand, mm -hmm. but you fight him off. Um, and he's gonna go for a headbutt. 17? Yeah, that's gonna hit. One point damage. Yep, so I have 5 HP left. Yep, he headbutts you in the mouth and you start to bleed a little bit. This motherfucker. How the hell did he get his head all the way over here? Hey man, he jumped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he literally dove his head towards you. Alright, so he just headbutted me in the mouth? Yep. This little shit, dude. Alright, I'm gonna put him. I still have the knife though. I'm gonna try to stab him in the neck. Oh, he's bleeding just as bad as you are. He has, like, blood trickling down from his head, his stomach now, because really? you stabbed him. And, like, I'm he's pretty bad off. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck this dude up. And let's like, yes, thank God. All right, yeah, you get him. Finally, something that's not a one. Uh, two plus three, five. Yeah, you, like, stab him in oh, his Oh, seven, arm. actually. I keep forgetting my rage oh, damage. seven. That's actually enough to kill him. So, like, it? he goes up, and when he headbutts you, he goes to back away, and you just bring it up and just slice his throat. Slam. And uh, he's like choking on his uh, blood for a little bit and then slumps over to the Little side. And then uh, 
He uh, his last thing he spit some blood on you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's alright. But um, Goddard comes up and just like kicks him to the side, and he's like, <sighs> "That little dude put up a lot of fight, man." He's like, "Yeah, you kept calling him midget like over and over again." <laughs> well, he, he, he found the shit to fight you. <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna go look around and see what we can get." Yeah, I'm gonna search your bodies. All right, <clears throat> so um, you search the the bodies while he looks in the tent and stuff, and you find a little like a sack. A little bag. Alright, I'm gonna uh, open it up. Alright, so you open it up and turn it over, and like when you start pouring the contents out on the, the ground, it just pours out gold. Like, really? just like a waterfall of gold. And uh, this is a bag of holding, and it's just filled with like gems and gold and whatnot. Okay. Uh, you don't know the exact amount yet, but it's a lot. And uh, um, Goddard comes back, and he's like, I just found like. Basic like clothing and stuff like that, and food provisions. Hey, get get I got one horses of, back to get one of their robes. I want to figure out what uh, what mercenary group this is. All right, so he takes the one that has the least amount of blood on it, which is Nylar because he was just beheaded in one hit. <laughs> All right, and so he uh, he gets in. He's like, let's ride back. Yeah, so so it takes you guys like until like the end of this day to uh, get into like sight of your uh, little village. And when you do, like, you see everybody kind of walking around, like, torches are lit. Nobody's usually up this late. But, like, they're all kind of, like, expecting, like, you guys to come back because they didn't know where you guys were. You didn't say anything. But when you get back, like, your mom, like, rushes out. And she's, like, and she sees that you guys have the horses and all that. And I'm assuming you gave her or told her about everything that happened. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's, like, she understands and all that. And she's proud of you. She uh, actually says, like, Thank you so much. Like, I'm proud of you. You're just like how your dad was when he was your age. And you, he would be proud to see how you are. Uh, you know, as long as you're proud of me, Mom, that's all I need. She's like, more than anything, you need to go talk to the chief and tell him what happened. He doesn't know already? He knows that you were gone, but other than that, no. Like, okay. that the horses were stolen. We kind of put two and two together. Do you know where he is? Uh, in his tent. Okay. So, so you, I'll go grab Goddard and then me and him will go... You go up to Goddard, and uh, Goddard uh, pretty much is like, he's like, hey, I'll catch up with you. I gotta take care of some stuff. Okay. It's not anything important. So I guess I'll just go talk to the chief myself then? Yeah. Okay. So when you go to the tent, uh, the chief is like sitting down, and uh, he has a, um, there's a big flask of ale. Okay. And uh, he's like, he, he uh, waves you over, and he says, what happened? Uh, I'm gonna tell him everything. Um, the four visitors... They took some of the horses, and um, when we caught up with them, we killed them. There was a fight. We took the horses back, and we found a bag that seems to just hold endless amounts of things. Right, and there's a ton of golden gems. When you, like, show it, you pour it in front of him, like, his eyes, like, open up wide. He's yeah. like, he's like, ah, oh, this is, I didn't expect this at all. I definitely thought that we should keep our eyes on them, but I didn't expect that they would try to steal from us, even on the first night. Yep. Like... Yeah, they were pretty bold. But I'm proud of you guys. Uh, where's Goddard? Uh, he said he had to take care of a few things. I don't know what that means. He's like, tonight we'll throw a festival in honor of you two for bringing back our hey. horses and for giving and for bringing the Clan Harlow tribe um, honor. Of course. Uh, he says, uh, go out and have a good time, and I'll come pull you to the side when I need you. All right, I'm going to go find Goddard. All right, so like Goddard's already like drinking and stuff. <laughs> I'm yeah, he's like he's having a good time. Like they're all dancing in, t- in the thing. People are playing drums in the background, and everybody's just having a good time. Even your mom's like drinking and having a good time. 
And uh, and then um, Chief comes out, and everybody's like, oh, like, Chief's here, Chief's here. What's up, Chief? What's up, Chief? <laughs> and so he comes out, he dances with everybody, and he has a good time, and he uh, pulls you and Goddard to the side. And he says, uh, he hands you um, a sack of 25 gold uh, a piece for both of you. And he says, I know, like, you gave us all that, that gold and I'm definitely going to put it to good use. It's not going to just me. It's going to our clan mm-hmm. to make us better. We will rise again, and the Harlow clan will be what we were before. And uh, he says, um, also, I have something for you uh, if you come to me in my tent. Okay, I'm going to follow him. And got our patch on the back. He's like, whoa, and runs off. And so uh, you get to the tent, and he, he goes into the back where his like sleeping quarters is, mm-hmm. and he brings out this wrapped-up, battle axe um and when he does he like hands it to you and you kneel and he presents it to you and gives it to you and once you take it he tells you um this was your father's axe this is what he used to defend us i don't know what magical properties there were or how to activate them i was never um not into that into that kind of stuff but there's something on here that's special and i know your dad would have wanted you to have this has it been in here this whole time? Yes, I've been waiting till you've come of age to give it to you or to prove that you were worthy enough to have it. I was going to give it to you when you turned to, from your trials to become a, a man, but I, I didn't think you were ready, quite frankly. But now today you've proven your worth and you have made your father proud. Thank you, Chief. It means and a lot. He hands you the, the battle axe. I'm going to take it and bow my head. And uh, he's like, you can leave now. I'm going to leave. Alright, so once you leave out, uh, your your mom, is, they're all just drinking, having a good time. What do you want to do? Uh, oh, and uh, Goddard comes back up to you with the robes, and he was like, hey, I forgot, and then he throws it to you. Um, I'm probably, I'll take the robes back to the chief. I'm going to tell him that me and Goddard want to go uh, research who this, this group was and uh, get revenge on them, basically. When you say that to him, he's like, he uh, looks it over, like, the, the robes and stuff like that, and he says... I don't know much about the mercenary group that they're from, but I do have connections in Beckinsdale um, three days from here. If you go there and talk to the mayor and tell him that I sent you, I'm sure he'll look after you. Okay. He says, we'll miss you having you guys around here, though, definitely. We'll, we'll meet up again. He's like, this isn't the end. And he gives definitely you like, one of those like, uh, forearm grips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he brings you in, and you never like embraced him like this, like a hug, like... That's how you, like, he wouldn't normally show that kind of sympathy to anybody. But, um, he does, and it's like, it means a lot to you. And so he, uh, he, like, gets out, go back out of the tent, and he joins everybody else in the festivities. And, uh, your mom comes up to you, and she says, hey, um, I heard Chief told me that you were leaving. And I hope you weren't leaving without saying goodbye to your Oh, mom. of course not. And she uh, she brings out a hawk that's in a cage, and she says, "If you ever need to get in contact with me or Chief or anybody, um, this hawk knows the way." Of course. And he will be a wonderful companion of yours. Oh, of course. And she brings it to him. She uh, she gives you a hug, and she starts to like get a little bit teary eyed. Okay. But she keeps it strong because she's a strong lady. Because she's a yeah. Yeah. So um, whenever she does that. They they get your horses ready. Um, one of the horses have a wagon on it, mm-hmm. and they load it up with provisions and stuff. Totally. And um, pretty much, they all see you guys off as you ride through the savannah to Beckinsdale, which is three days away. Okay. 
So that's where we're going to leave it off today. And uh, yeah, we'll get back with the rest of the people in the party. And once again, uh, Wayne, Yo. you can, what's your character's name? Jandar Navara. Yep. And so we've got three more characters to do. And then we're going to get to our actual, like, um, our actual story. Thank you. Mm-hmm.